Happy Tuesday to all. Welcome all my Eagles fans into this brand new edition of Eagles Talk. Another week, another off-season week for the Philadelphia Eagles and the rest of the league. I prepare for another season. Welcome all in. I am Ed Barcelona Philly, the end of all things sports and culture here in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. Before we dive in, it's going to be a fun, jam-packed episode of Eagles Talk. Make sure you guys hit that like button. It truly mean the world to me, especially if you enjoy the content. Do this solid. Hit that like button. Subscribe to join the family. We talk Eagles. We talk Philly sports all the damn time here. So make sure you guys join on in. And of course, all these videos get rebroadcast in podcast form. You can find it under Oin Philly Sports. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. We got YouTube in the building. We got Twitter in the building. We got TikTok in the building. TikTok, what's going on, guys? Thank you so much for liking the vi- the live so far. Keep tapping that screen away and make sure if you haven't already, make sure you guys follow this account. We talk Philly sports all the damn time on here as well. What's going on? We see you, Treg. We see you, Method. What's going on? Uh, Hydro, we appreciate the love. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. Keep, keep sending the love. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. We got here on, on YouTube. We got Kata Hats in the building. Let's get it. What's up, Kata? Uh, when does free agency and all season actually officially start? All already started. Um, the uh, the actual free agency period begins March 16th. So that's when the legal tampering period will begin. Guys will start getting signed. Uh, so we're about uh, 15 days away until that happens. So midway through this month of March, it'll be fun. That's why uh, we'll continue doing our breakdown of the roster. Today, we're going to look at this, the wide receivers and the tight ends, um, as well as some of the other things going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, and we'll keep doing it. We'll, we'll look at all O-line next week. We'll look at the defense uh, in two weeks. So it'll, we'll go uh, go forward. As, uh, what's up? We got Philly Philly, the podcast. Shouts out to uh, Joe Phil, uh, Philly Fresco, Joe Castro. Checking on in. Make sure you guys check him out. Great Eagles content that he's got putting out every single, almost feels like almost every day. So keep up the good work, my brother. Keep up the good work. Some interesting times here with the Eagles. First off, um, some news and notes. It appears as if the Eagles um, are going into next year's preseason, uh, next year's training camp, with a practice uh, with the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, we know the connection with the Browns and the Eagles. Andrew Barry, their GM, was part of our front office, and it'll be interesting to practice with those guys. Obviously, last year for the Browns, there's a little bit of turmoil going on. Uh, see the meth Odell back on. They don't even know. I, I don't even know exactly what they're going to do with their. It's going to be interesting, but um, but we're going to be practicing with the Browns. And what do we have? The Patriots last year, right? It was the Patriots and Saints. Uh, no, Patriots and Jets, if I'm not mistaken, we practiced against last year. And you guys know my thoughts on that. I, I actually love the joint practices. It gives you a different look. It gets you um, in front of someone that's not just your teammate, um, someone that you're not battling a position with every single day. But um, the Browns, should again, should be interesting. And uh, Stefanski's a pretty interesting offensive mind as well, so that should be a lot of fun. Um, obviously, right now in Philadelphia, we're all pretty excited over James Harden. It's crazy. I, I talked about this before. This is the first time since possibly the late 2000s where in Philadelphia, the talk is not always Eagles, 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 365. Um, late 2000s, there was a lot of Phillies talk going on because that was a really good baseball team. And, and right now with the Eagles, or I'm sorry, with the Sixers, uh, there's a lot of excitement. Everyone is so excited because James Harden is here and this team looks so much different. And there's optimism. There's hope of a championship, a, a parade down broad. Uh, so the Eagles talk hasn't been ramped up as like, other seasons so it's it's very interesting to see but look everyone's gonna have their takes everyone's gonna try to tie in the eagles because it's still the number one love with the sixers right now because everyone's just excited over the sixers um you guys know me i could care less about 94.1 wip i don't listen to it i think it's i'll be quite honest i think it's trash radio 
Um, that's me just being completely honest with you guys. Um, but obviously, you know, social media and the age that we're in, everyone's going to uh, mention what is going on in that station. And Angelo Cataldi is, is no stranger to some hot takes. Um, but, you know, today he had a very interesting hot take and with something that we've been talking about. And look, you guys know my stance on the quarterback position. I, I think I made it uh, crystal clear how I feel about this position. I feel as if that this team has way other, way, too many other holes on this roster uh, to be mortgaging the future for uh, for a quarterback, especially like Russell Wilson. And it doesn't even seem like Russell's fully 100% wanting to leave Seattle. And if he does, it doesn't seem like he wants to come to Philadelphia, right? And so Cataldi decided that he thought in his mind, and when he spewed this, this take, that James Harden, who we're all excited about, is going to have the same impact that Russell Wilson has if he comes to Philadelphia. I don't, I don't get how, listen, when it comes to radio, when it comes to journalism writing, you got to get those clickbait takes out there. We get that. But that is so far off. The thing is, the Eagles had a really solid first year, right? We don't have a player of the caliber of a Joel Embiid on the Eagles roster right now. That, that's just a fact of the matter. And obviously, both of these sports are completely different sports. I mean, we're talking 15 players on one team on one in one sport. We're talking 53 players in the other sport. So it's it's a completely different dynamic. But I don't think that Russell Wilson comes in here and has the same type of impact that James Harden has. James Harden has has lifted almost everyone's play to a whole nother level. I think Russell Wilson comes here will be a better team, but I don't think he's going to lift everyone up the way that people think that is going to happen. And Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. I'm not taking him away, but and we watch what's been going on with the Seahawks the past couple seasons, and injuries are in a factor in that as well. But the play hasn't been spectacular. I haven't seen a lot of playoff wins over, over these past couple of years. If it wasn't for a dirty hit on Carson Wentz, the Seahawks would have been eliminated in 2019. I, I mean, I get it. No, there's a, this fan base is divided when it comes to this position. Half the people want to continue with Jalen Hurts. Half the people want to go out and mortgage the future for a starting quarterback. And I get that we're we're divided like that, but let's just be real here, guys. Let's just be 100% real with what with, with Russell Wilson is. There, there is an illusion and there's a hope with, with, with Russell Wilson uh, because of what we've seen in the past. And it's kind of like with this fascination with Willie Cauley-Stein right now in Philadelphia. Everyone's looking at his, his old tape and got that fascination with him. But it's the now that we got to live in. And right now, the Russell Wilson will make this team pretty much what it, what it is now, maybe a little bit better, but... Uh, I don't see us competing with the with the with the Rams, the likes of the Rams, the Niners, and, and the Bucks of last year. I just don't see that happening. Um, so, it, it, I just I just had to throw that out there. It was definitely interesting. But guys, it's exciting times because the NFL scouting combine is back. And I remember as a kid, I used to be so excited for this weekend. It was the first taste of football, and obviously, it's not organized football that's going on. These are just workouts essentially. But it's like you're getting closer, right? You could taste it. Yeah, here we go. We got combine, we got free agency, we got draft period, and then we get into the training camp and preseason, and then boom, season's back. Um, and obviously, we had that taken away uh, the past two seasons because of the COVID outbreak. Um, and we get the first time back in Indianapolis at uh, what's it, Lucas Oil Stadium these days. And so we get the, we get the full weekend uh, of workouts, and I believe it starts uh, this weekend with the NFL scouting combine. So. I'll definitely try to keep my eye out on some of these prospects, especially the uh, the the defensive side. Okay, so that that usually is the second part of the combine. If it's still the same, I, I still remember it used to be number one. It used to be the kickers and punters on the very first night. No one ever paid attention to that. And then the next day was the linemen, and then you had your quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, 
tight ends, and then you had the defensive guys, always like D-line, the linebacker, secondary. Uh, so I'll probably pay, be paying attention more to, to the latter ha half of the combine. I'll be looking at the defensive linemen, the linebackers, and the safeties. Um, I mean, yeah, like we, we probably could use another wide receiver after what we discussed yesterday on Owen Philly Sports, uh, maybe a running back. I'm just interested to see what the Eagles do with the running back core, but um, yeah, it's, it should be interesting what prospects you guys are keeping an eye out this coming weekend with the NFL scouting combine, and it should be a lot of fun. I was with Doug Peterson. Uh, he was talking about what he's learned from his time here in Philly um, and what he's going to take down there to Jacksonville. I'm excited for Doug down in Jacksonville. I really think he's going to he's gonna do well, especially he's got a nice quarterback there to kind of start off his, his tenure and his campaign down there. Um, we also have um, – I saw the picture of the two former Eagles front office members who are now general managers. Um, Kuosi, Kusi, I believe his name is with the Minnesota and obviously Andrew Barry with Cle the Cleveland Browns. It's definitely cool to see some of the, 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 um, the Howie Roseman tree, I guess we could say being flourished throughout the NFL. Joe Douglas is with the New York jets as well. So, um, it was definitely cool to see, but we will see what happens, um, with, with this NFL scouting combine. And it's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Um, but all right, let's, uh, let's hold on, get to some of these comments first and then we'll get to, uh, Get to get to our look down look breakdown of the wide receiver position. Hydra, I appreciate the love. Thank you. Eagles on top. Amen. Uh Treg. Um, Treg states that Broncos making the playoffs this year. Logan, you hear that? You hear that, Logan? I saw your name in there. Broncos making the playoffs this year. Let's go. We got a couple Broncos fans here. I love it. Method man, what's going on? Method 5G, what's happening, my brother? What's going on, man? Uh, Philly Eagles season. As I've discussed, the Eagles talk, it's gonna work as so. Uh, we're first breaking down our roster. We're breaking down what we have right now, how we should retool it. Um, and then we'll move on to the, our free agency targets, and then we'll move into the draft. I, I don't understand this whole this, this whole breakdown of all seasons by NFL content creators. That's no disrespect. That you do what you want to do, but I just, I just think that logically that's how you should do it. We look at what we have right now. We're going to try to find the pieces of free agency. We're trying to find the pieces in the draft as well. I do appreciate the com uh, question, though. Make sure you stay, keep staying tuned. Uh, once we fi fi uh, finally figure out what we have on this roster, finally look at what we have in free agency, then we will do the draft. I promise you, my brother. Um, not now. We're not doing Eagles draft. Uh, Flyers. That's right. Flyers or Oilers. Yep, we know about the MLB guys. We're keeping it ML. Uh, we're keeping it NFL here, guys. What's up, Juan? What's going on? We got a Boricua here. What's going on, my brother? Uh, how you feel? Oh, you just missed it, Papi. You just missed it. We just discussed uh, what Angelo had to say. Uh, I thought it was very uh, – it's what Angelo does. I think it's very outlandish what he stated um, on WIP. Uh, I don't think that Russell Wilson has the same impact that James Harden has on, on on the city. We're just not there yet, and that's that's the whole point of this. Now, if we're talking a couple years down the line, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm more so talking two years down the line, and we're not a, a quarterback like Russell Wilson, and we have some more playmakers on this team, then yes, I can understand that. But we don't have pieces around for a championship-caliber team. The Sixers leading up to the James Harden trade had pieces to, to make a championship caliber team, but they were just missing that piece, that James Harden, that other star, that point guard that can make everyone better. And we did not have that. So I I, I just don't, I don't, uh, I rarely agree with whatever Angelo Cataldi has. That's why I don't listen to WIP in general. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? John Marks as well has soured on me as well. I don't know what happened to him. He, uh, he could, he could get a little humbled in my opinion as well. Um, he's definitely got he's got he's allowed the clout to get to his head a little bit over the past couple of years. But, um, yeah, just don't listen to it, man. Uh, appreciate that, Poppy. I appreciate the, the 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 comments there, man. Thanks for checking in, brother. Thanks for checking in, man. Uh, let's see. Jay Jaw, the enforcer better be wide receiver for one. 
Uh, Mike Missinelli. I, I disagree, Kyle. I'm actually a Mike Missinelli guy, and I think we we think uh, we usually think on the same wavelength. Uh, I mean, listen, Mike at times he's a little bit <laughs> he can be a little bit outlandish. I completely get that. Um, but he's been doing this business for a long time, and he kind of comes from the old school thinking at times. Um, but he, if Ty won't handle himself, he's more than welcome to do that. Um, I, I do agree with a lot of what he says, and I get the hate for him. But listen, we're, we're very similar in a lot of things as well. You know, we just move differently, and I'll always stay humble. I'll always remember where I came from as well. Uh, I really appreciate all the love that I get. I think that's something that Mike kind of has has lost on him. He's, he kind of forgets the that people actually like do love him, especially the content and the, and the work that he's done in Philadelphia. And I think that's kind of his downfall. Um, but I, I really respect the hell out of Mike. And he's if it wasn't for people like Mike Missinelli, um, Sean Brace, Angelo uh, Gargano. Uh, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking Philly sports because those guys really, um, really motivated me to do what I'm doing today. Um, I heard playoffs and Broncos in the same sentence. It's been six years. <laughs> you're killing my man here. You're killing my man here. <laughs> awesome stuff. All right, guys. Well, let's look at the the skilled positions here for the Philadelphia Eagles. We should have done this all together with the running backs, but it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll run through these guys. I promise you we'll get through everything in time. But let's look at the wide, receiving and, well, wide receiver room first, and we'll look at the tight end. So right now, as far as the Eagles wide receivers go at the moment, you got J.J. Arteco Whiteside, Deion Kane, who I obviously none of us saw this year, practice squad dude, uh, John Hightower, who I'm assuming will be gone as well, Jalen Rager, we'll get to in a second, Devontae Smith, man, what a season he had, uh, Greg Ward and Quez Watkins right now. Obviously, um, some changes could possibly be made. Um, I think Greg Ward is a restricted free agent as well, if I am not mistaken. Um, but look. This wide receiving room, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, it's led and it's pretty much uh, ran by Devontae Smith. What a great season that he had in his rookie year. Um, just to come into the league with all the pressure, I mean, obviously we know the the track record this team has had with drafting in the first round, drafting in general. Um, and in this rookie year, he put up uh, 64 uh, receptions for 916 yards. That, that broke uh, Deshaun Jackson's record and five touchdowns. Uh, obviously, we're all we all remember the uh, the, the catch in Denver. That was that was absolutely spectacular. Um, that catch that he had there. Um, but yeah, no. So I think this offseason, it's all about continuing developing and surrounding Devontae Smith with 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 good with uh good minds in there uh so here we, okay here we go all right so i got some of these so Dion kane is a free is a free agent um and so is hightower and that is it wait where is um greg ward at here quez has got a four wait what the hell this can't be right i know for a fact greg ward at least has a year if if not any contract terms, contract details. Interesting. I'll probably have to do some further digging here. But uh, regardless, so I think that the the key for this offseason is surrounding Devontae Smith with with just more quality wide receivers. Uh, we talked about it before. I, I do like Quez Watkins, and there was a combination of two things. Obviously, him going through growing pains. This was the first full year, essentially, for him. Obviously, year one, his rookie year, didn't get a lot of playing time until the end of the year. Uh, year two, 
really impressed during training camp, beat out the likes of Travis Fulgham and Jalen Rager to be the two, number two receiver. Um, and so now in your three, look, last year, not a, not a, uh, not a lot of um, some drop passes for well was really the downfall for him. And now in year three going into it, what do you have? I think the best the best thing the Eagles could do is find a number two wide receiver, that big body guy with a big frame who can uh, be a, a big target for Jalen Hurts. And that could alleviate some uh, alleviate off some coverage off of a guy like Devontae Smith. And he can do what he can do with on some one on one coverage without a safety on top of him as well. And that way he can eat as well. And that's going to help his development, too. And and it gives, gives more of a, of a blanket to Jalen Hurts. Remember, the continuing motto for this team has to be building a team so good enough that Jalen Hurts has no excuse but to succeed. So I think that this team needs to find that big body guy, move Quez into the inside. And I think that, to me, is the most conducive thing. Now, what happens after that? Um, Jalen Rager obviously is still on this roster. I don't see him going. I do see JJ Arthico Whiteside leaving. Um, I do see uh depending on what well, Greg, I'm looking this up now. Um, uh, depending on Greg Ward's contract. I love Greg Ward and if he's so conflicted as well with this fan base. Um, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a free agent as well. So they could possibly bring him back. He was on a one year wow, eight hundred and fifty thousand. My man. That's, uh, you know, Greg Ward, it's time for you to get paid, man. He can he can get a million dollars, right? Come on, he could definitely get a million dollars. But this, they need to look, Greg. And this is the point: like the Greg Wards of the world are fantastic. The man's got heart of a giant, um, but he do, obviously lacks the skill to play every single down in this game in, in this league. I mean, he's had some nice. I mean, it was the catch against Washington where he's literally grabbing it with his fingertips and he's as he's falling down, look little little bit little bit like David Tyree without the helmet. Um, but we need to find more skilled guys and. If we and again, we got to look at what happened this past this past season. We have to look back at the Super Bowl, the playoffs, some of these good teams, your Rams of the world, the Bengals of the world, the Chiefs of the world, the the Niners of the world, the the surplus of skill players, especially wide receivers. It, it's relevant and you, we have to continue building that way. We need to have more than two, three wide receivers out there. I mean, look at the Rams. They lost uh, Robert Woods. They went out, and got Odell Beckham. In the in the uh, Super Bowl, they lost Odell Beckham. You and they other guys stepped up. I thought the way Van Jefferson stepped up and for the Rams was spectacular. And that's stuff that you need. You need three. You need three solid wide receivers now. It's no more two guys and one tight end, um, and, and maybe two tight ends and a fullback. Like you know you, that those days are kind of done. You need those three solid wide receivers. That that guy in the slot that's going to create some mismatches. Cooper Cup does a great job at that. Uh, so we got to continue finding these guys out. So I think the way they need to they need to do for this, for this room, the wide receiving room, again, the focus needs to be how do we continue developing Devontae Smith? We finally, we we actually, us as an organization, we actually found a wide receiver who could be a superstar in this league. We actually did that. Let's surround him with better bodies. I think the other wide receiver needs to come from free agency. And I don't think you need to spend big money on a wide receiver. I don't want these guys to be outspending teams for an Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin. I would love Chris Godwin. Oh, don't get me wrong. I would love to bring him home. But it just does not make sense of where we're at to outspend for Chris Godwin. Plus, Chris has got injury issues himself. Um, look, again, Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, I really like these guys. But I just don't think it's smart to be outspending, especially where we're at, uh, for a wide receiver like that. 
I, I do want them to look into the Calvin Ridley thing because I do think they could find a deal that'll work for them, but also work for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and that's a receiver that I would definitely like. Come here in a better situation. Obviously, he's he went through his mental health issues last year. Heck, this locker room is the most understanding locker room when it comes to that situation. So come home, play again with Devontae, play again with Jalen Hurts. I think that would be the best situation for for Calvin Ridley. Obviously, it that to Atlanta. That's up to Atlanta. I'm sure Cal wants to play. Like, come on. Now. Um, I've talked about it before. I love DJ Shark, uh, especially with this wide receiver class. Everyone's going to be expecting to get paid. Um, that's a guy who I think that's going to be. He's going to be under the radar, and I think you can get him on a team friendly deal. Um, you don't have to break the bank for that, but I don't think it's it, it's important to break the bank for that position because. I think you need to find at least two to three free agents in the in this free agency class for the defense. I mean, from the defensive line, I mean, obviously we're 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 thin at the end position, the linebacker, and the and the safety position, which we'll get to those uh, next week. Uh, but I, you definitely need to find yourself some uh, some more bodies with uh, with within that defense. And I think that the for the wide receiver position, they need to go find themselves one. In in free agency, I'm not I'm not closing out the op, the option of finding one in in the draft. I think that is still a possibility. Although I know a lot of you guys don't want to see that, but that is something that we have to already program ourselves and expect because that could very well happen. It could be very well that Howie Roseman the Eagles do go out and draft a wide receiver within the first three rounds. So uh, we'll see what what happens there. But I think that this room is going to be changed a little bit. Not entirely, but I think when we look at this receiving room, it's again, it's about, it's about Devontae. And I think Quez as well. I think they are going to be big parts of next year's offense with others that should be added as well. Now, uh, let's now look at the uh, tight ends, which is pretty, uh, pretty extensive as well. Obviously, last year was interesting because uh, we started last year with two really good tight ends, you know, two top 10 tight ends in this league. You had Zach Ertz. Um, and you had Dallas Goddard. Obviously, we traded away Zach Ertz within the season, which left us with Dallas Goddard. And Dallas had a really solid season last year. And, and you know, we just talked about surrounding this room with Devontae Smith with good people. Um, same thing with the tight end room. It's about surrounding Dallas Goddard with good people. 56 catches, 830 yards, four touchdowns. And I honestly think he could have put up better numbers in that. Um, that's how good I thought he was last year. He really proved me wrong, and he really shut me up. I was the biggest Dallas Goddard doubter there was, but that was because I didn't feel like he was playing to his full potential. And you, and you saw, he is a monster. He can, he has the ability to take over games, and I, we need to continue seeing that going into 2022. But the rest of this room, we have Jason Kroom still here, who was battling injuries last year. Uh, Tyree Jackson coming off another injury, another season-ending injury. Health is a really big question mark for this guy. You still got Richard Rodgers here, which I do believe he is going to be a free agent. Jack Stoll. Um, and then you have Noah Two Guy. I'm going to go Two Guy as well. So, look, I, I still I don't think that this team needs to go back to double tight ends like we've seen in the past. But I think you need to find a backup tight end who can um, have some athleticism. I, I love Tyree Jackson, and he showed me a lot of promise in training camp last year. But the injury concern is, is serious here. This is now two injuries within last year that sidelined him for a good amount of time. Um, I am we don't have an update, but there is still a question on whether he can be ready by the time next season rolls around. Um, and so that, that that's a little bit of, of a concern. So I'm interested to see what they do. 
as far as position goes within the draft in those later rounds. Will they go get one? We do have Jack Stahl. That was someone who uh, we also drafted late in last year's draft. And when I watched Jack, I love the kid. He's got a great mentality. If you ever listen to him in, in, in any interviews, extremely humble guy. Uh, he's very appreciative of every opportunity he gets, but he just lacks that athleticism to play in this league. He's a great run, a blocking tight end. He's an old school type of tight end. Um, and, and that just there's just not too much room for those type of tight ends. So I do think that they need to go out and uh, draft another tight end in the later rounds that can compete with some of these guys, Tyree Jackson, Jack Stoll, uh, for that backup spot. But I do expect these guys to keep at least three tight ends on this roster throughout the season, and probably the same thing going uh, going on. Um, I think they bring one on the practice squad as well, but. Um, this room again, it's it starts with Dallas Goddard, and we got to develop another guy, and we'll see what what uh, that could turn out to be. But um, look, these two rooms still need to be filled out, and, and it's still a work in progress. But we do have a foundation. That's the important part. You know, when we talk with the wide receivers, you have a Devontae Smith. You talk to tight ends, you have a Dallas Goddard, and it's about continuing to build through that. And I think that we're in a good situation when it comes to that. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, you're not going to cut Rager. That's an $8 million cap hit. That just doesn't make sense to cut Rager. I think what you'll see this year, and that's another thing I didn't mention. We need to find ourselves another punt returner, but I do see yourself, uh, keeping Rager, let him compete. We all, we kind of have a blue, we kind of have an idea what Rager is as a player now going into his third year. I don't see him. If you sign a wide receiver to start alongside Devonte Smith, you draft one in the NFL draft. Rager is going to have to compete with both those guys, plus Quez Watkins. I think that relegates to the fifth wide receiver. He'd be the sixth wide receiver. And then following that, you can, you can let him go. I think he's got a three-year deal, if I'm not mistaken, for, option for a fourth. So uh, that I think that's going to happen. But I, I don't think JJ coming back this year. And don't don't buy into everything that, that um, Seriani is saying. The whole blocking wide receiver stuff. I, I Listen, he's got to hype up these guys, right, because there's a possibility they can come back. But – it's time to move on from JJ, man. It, it was it was an L, and it was an L. We'll, we'll take that graciously. Um, you, uh, well, Donald, we're not going to talk the NFL draft. Uh, uh, again, we're going to focus on the team that we have at hand right now. We will get to the NFL draft. Don't you dare worry. But right now, we're just focused on what we have right now, and that way we that way we can fix this team, and then we can move forward and try to figure out what we're going to do in the NFL free agency. Because free agency is first, Donald, and then the draft. But I appreciate the comment. I appreciate you checking in, brother. I really do. Uh, what's up, TikTok? What you guys got got to say here? A lot of comments here. I appreciate that. Um, appreciate that, super duper. Uh, can't wait for the draft. Yeah, man. But they, listen, guys, it's the NFL. All is not just the NFL draft. We got free agency. We got then we got the draft, guys. Come on now, don't jump the boat. Uh, if you look at the two teams who made the Super Bowl, they got there and won with their defense. But I would say they won with their teams. Uh, obviously, both had solid defenses, and I talked about before after the Super Bowl. I love the way the Bengals build that defense. That was very impressive going into 2021-22 with seven new starters, some from free agency, some from draft. Like, that's impressive stuff. They drafted well as well, too. And, and I think that's a blueprint for everyone, not just the Eagles, but I really like the way they built. But, I mean, look, the, the Bengals also had a good supporting cast around Joe Barrow. Uh, don't look at the offensive line, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Louise. But three solid uh, wide receivers, solid group of tight ends. Uh, Joe Mixon does a little bit of everything, and, and you, you got some mismatches out there. And, and, and to me, that's why I keep telling you guys, 
you got to continue building this team. It's about building this team. And then you build a team so good enough that Jalen Hurts has no choice but to, but to succeed. And if not, you move on. And that brings up to my other point that I'll mention real quick. Because, again, we're not diving into the draft. But it would be conducive for Howie Roseman to look for some future draft assets in case Jalen Hurts is not the answer. Think ahead, guys. Think ahead. Uh, Regals. It's about surrounding Jalen Hurts with more talent and solidifying the defense. Regals, a fucking man, my brother. That's it right there. That is, I wish I could pin this somewhere, but I can't. But yeah, that's that's literally it, man. That's literally it. Uh, true. Sign a wide receiver or two. I don't trust getting a good wide receivers two years in a row. Um, Teddy, you're not going to sign two wide receivers unless it's like a lower, lower, lower tier wide receiver, a, a camp bodies, I like to say. But you're not going to sign two wide receivers, like especially when you have so many holes. Uh, we don't have all the money in the world. We have some money to play with with Carson Wentz's contract getting off the books, but it, it's it's not like that, my man. <laughs> it's not like that. Uh, we ditched Wentz in time. Yeah, it's crazy what's going on with Wentz, huh? He's not looking good. The Colts are. I think the Colts are literally are seriously looking at other options at that position, and it is not looking good, man. Not looking good. Got you, Ted. I appreciate you coming in, Ted. Uh, give Rager a year. He's shown some bright. Uh, Jay Cole, where have you seen some bright? Oh, you're, you're trolling. No worries, Jay. No, Brent Simmons, Eagle Rager. Oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> uh, I want to go when y'all play Green Bay, but I'm scared. I think we're in Green Bay, right? Um, oh, listen, we won last. Uh, no, we did not win the last time. This The 2019 uh, team beat the, the Packers in Green Bay. Now, that was an early fall game, so it wasn't really freezing cold. The last time we played the Packers, that was a mess of a team. Carson Wentz got benched. That was a Jalen Hurts game. Jalen came in that game, and he uh, had he, he made some nice plays, but we didn't have enough to win. But listen, I would love to go to Lambeau Field. As an Eagles fan, we all know the um, the aura or Lambeau Field. Uh, but uh, I, I will see. We'll definitely see. It depends. I don't know if I can go to a December Eagles-Packers game in Lambeau Field. I don't do well with negative 10 degrees, man. <laughs> and I'm going to Maine this upcoming weekend. So I don't know how I'm going to handle that. But speaking of which, it brings another point that I forgot to mention. Um, so the NFL, it seems as if that they're narrowing down the teams that will be playing the international games. And it seems as if that this year there will be three locations for the international games. They'll be in in, uh, in München, Munich, uh, Germany. They'll be in London, Ger uh, England. And they'll be in, in Ciudad Mexico, Mexico. Mexico City, Mexico, for people who don't understand my accent. Um, but uh, apparently, the Cardinals will be in this, this the Mexico City game. And get this. It'll be a home game for them. So that means that it'll be, it could possibly be the Eagles and Cardinals in, in Mexico. And I say, I already said it, I already talked about it on TikTok. I would absolutely love to see the Eagles in Mexico. I would love, love, love to see that happen. Now, um, last year, the, the Philadelphia Union were in Champions League, and uh, they faced off against uh, Club, and I was not able to go to that game. It was terrible timing, and I regret it. I, I, I honestly regret it. It's, it's a historical stadium, especially, you know, I, I know a lot of you guys don't know much about soccer, but uh, it's a historical stadium. I would love to see the Eagles there. I would love to just go to Mexico for the Eagles. That would be freaking awesome. Um, I'm all in. But the 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 pushback for a lot of people for these games is, is honestly a little bit ridiculous. This sport that we love, it has no international draw whatsoever. And for some of you guys, you guys are happy about that. You love the fact that it's our, our America sport, whatever, this and that. But I've always said. 
there could be a possibility. Now, the NFL really capitalized on great playoffs, and that really helped him this year. But the NBA is every year is putting out a really good product, year after year. And there is much more of an international presence for the NBA than there is for the NFL. The NFL needs to start attracting international talent, whether you guys like it or not. International eyes, I should say. I'm all in for these international games. It brings uh, relevancy to the game. And it's not like you're it's every it's not every single game that you're going to go watch uh, your team play overseas or or under us. Right. And for the people who are upset because your beloved Eagles lose a home game or the Packers lose a home game or the Cowboys lose a home game. Get over it. You have other home games. Like, why is that such a big deal? You have seven other home games to go to. So I don't understand the pushback about international games. That's just me personally. That's me thinking outside the box. That's me thinking about the growth of the game worldwide. Obviously, it's a big thing in America. But let's make this, let's everyone enjoy it. The fact that I go to Columbia and I watch a football game in Columbia, people look at me weird. You guys don't think that's a problem? And don't say that we don't care because it's our sport. We are all human beings. We all like sports. But yet this sport that we love here is not picked up the same way in other countries. I, I, I don't get how you guys don't find that weird. I find that really weird. Um, Harden Prods. We're not going to talk about the MLB here. I do appreciate you, man. We're, we're going to keep the Eagles and NFL, brother. Um, the Bengals are okay. They got they got an O they got an O line. The Bengals have an O line. Nine sacks in the Super Bowl is an O line. I don't know, Tuck, but it's good seeing you, brother. Uh, give Jalen the tools to surround him. Uh, a, a give surround him a, a red and wide receiver. That definitely would help, man. And I I, th I agree with you there, man. Let's get him. Let's get him some help. Uh, so because of the fans, not the team. Are you talking about the what? Do you, what are you? What are you trying to? What are you trying to say? Because the fans, not the team. I don't get what you're saying, man. Uh, Soldier Field, a uh, place uh, to go. No fog ball. <laughs> I, listen, I would like to go to Chicago. My my girl always tells me how Chicago is awesome. I would like to check Soldier Field out, whether it be for the Bears or the Fire. I would definitely like to check that out, man. Heard Eagles fans are crazy. We are beyond crazy. Tuck, for sure. My man. I love. See, look, I don't like spring league football leagues. You guys are going crazy over USFL. I don't get that either. But NFL Europe was fucking dope. Shouts out to all my Hamburg Sea Devil fans. That was a fun league. That was good spring football. Not this USFL, not this N NAFL, whatever crap that they bring, the UFL, the XFL. I, I don't need any of that. All right. Give me NFL Europe. Give me NFL Europa. That was a good product. And that is good spring league football. Uh, thoughts on you? I just said, man, I could care less. Honestly, could care less, man. Could care less, man. Eagles are ma 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 man. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Uh, all right, guys, that's gonna do it for today's Eagles recap. We're five minutes over, man. But I appreciate everyone checking on in. I gotta hop on off. Uh, uh, Faithful fanatics are up next here on DSM Media, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Um, Gint and Dylan got you covered with that. I'm sure, they're gonna be talking hard and all the things you guys want to talk about. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, but big shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for tuning on in, guys. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoyed the content, you want to see some more, make sure you guys hit that like button, but also make sure you guys join the family by subscribing. We talk Philly Sports all the damn time. So don't you dare ever miss any of this content. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys uh, subscribe to Oin Philly Sports for all your podcast needs. This will be rebroadcasted onto there as well. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Phil. Telling you guys, go birds. Talk to you guys next week. <laughs>